There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Millennial Love, a podcast from the independent on everything to do with love, sexuality and more. This week we have another very special episode for you. We hosted a phone-in with listeners who dialed in to share their stories about how coronavirus has impacted their love lives, whether it's forcing them to isolate separately from a partner or whether they've been experimenting with virtual dates. So for this episode, I was also delighted to be joined by a previous Millennial Love guest, the lovely Charlie Cox, who has actually been on the show twice before to discuss her poetry about relationships. Uh, the reason why I wanted to get her on today was because she's also launched a brilliant newsletter called A Little Coronamance, in which she is sharing details about how her own romantic life has been affected by the pandemic. Enjoy the show! Hello, Charlie. Hello, my darling. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm just so thrilled to be back. I thought I'd have embarrassed myself enough by now on two previous episodes. I'm I'm shocked that I'm welcome. (laughs) No such thing. And also, I was desperate to talk to you a bit more about your newsletter because you have told some wonderful stories in there. I think we're all in that habit now of scrolling through the news as you get into bed at night and I just felt so anxious and bored frankly of constantly just resharing news within my head that I already knew throughout the day had stressed me out quite a lot and the dreams I were having not ideal Um, And I thought, do you know what? I really miss my dating life. And I feel really guilty about that. That feels like such a stupid, um, like pathetic bit of my life to to really be craving. But it's actually the one part of my life that's always brought me so much joy and excitement and anecdote and something to laugh about or something to be introspective of. And I thought, how can I bring this back uh, in a way that's fun and exciting? And how can I share that with people? So A, they don't feel like they're being selfish for missing little things like going to the pub or, you know, because they're, they are non-essential and they're not important worries. But we're still people and we still miss our, our creature comforts. And it's important to also not alien our, uh, alienate ourselves with that. Um, so, yeah, I've been setting myself absolutely ridiculous challenges and I'm three weeks in and I already regret every second of it but (laughs) I think it's great content (laughs) great content and particularly because I think something that people are really lacking at the moment is honest storytelling about something not related to coronavirus I know that it's obviously related to coronavirus but it's actually not fundamentally it's about your love life and it's about what's going on in your own romantic life and to read someone being so open and so forthcoming and just be so authentic about how this is affecting them internally and emotionally is really refreshing. And also some of the stories are absolutely hilarious. Um, <laughs> so you. shall we start our phone-in and start hearing from some listeners? Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay. <gasps> Hello. 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 Hello
Hello, you are our first caller. Who is on the line? Hi, it's Zoe here. Hi, Zoe. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Edinburgh. Great. Do you want to tell us your story? So I had an experience on Zoom recently where I went on a virtual date with a guy that I've been seeing that I originally met on a dating app. Um, so we've only been on one date and then obviously we all went into quarantine, etc. And um, so we decided that our next date would be over face over Zoom even. So um, which I thought was fine, like we've, we've been speaking for a while, but then actually when I was on the call, I felt quite, it just felt quite invasive almost, but not in a bad way. But I think because when you're dating someone, the first few dates, you can still hold something back, I guess, that like you don't really need to be as exposed and you can kind of show you the best version of yourself. But when you're in your own house, and I started getting really paranoid about five minutes before we said we were going to chat. I suddenly started getting really paranoid about like where was I in my house like what could he see was he going to judge me on like what was in the background or what I was wearing and then I started panicking thinking oh my god like where am I going to put my phone should I do it on my laptop and I suddenly started overthinking everything when usually I think when you're meeting them in person it's usually in quite a neutral setting so if you're in a bar or a restaurant or you're doing something it's not as personal but it felt like in this situation, I felt so exposed that I couldn't really, I kind of felt like I was getting caught off guard. Does that make sense? Oh God, Zoe, I totally agree with you. It's terrifying. What, I'm interested to know what you chose to wear and which room of your house you finally deemed appropriate. Ah, good question. So, there was a bit of drama like three minutes before we said we were gonna um, like call because I originally was going to do it on my laptop because I thought, wider screen, rather than my phone, like actual like chins out, that um, my laptop wouldn't work. It wouldn't like connect to the, in like we got new Wi-Fi. It was an oh. absolute disaster. So then I started thinking, oh my God, because I thought at least I can put my laptop up on something. And then I started running around. My phone was going to die and I thought it was going to be late. Oh God, it was so dramatic. And then um, I ended up settling for in my bedroom and I kind of sat on my bed and there was like some art behind me so I kind of thought okay it's quite you know there's nothing that could potentially cause any bad judgment um, and then so I ended up sitting on my bed holding my phone but then I dropped my phone at one point so then there was just chins and up the nose situation <laughs> and then um, what was I wearing? I think I was just wearing a white t-shirt. I think it went quite plain. So I was like, God, I don't want to be like, we weren't like, oh, it's a date. We were more like, oh, this is funny because we're on Zoom. So then- um, I really admire that. I really admire that you went, yeah, guys, we're in lockdown. I'm not getting dressed I mean, up. Literally. I think this is the most I've ever, I've got dressed up in about three weeks. I was like, I've got to actually have to like wear something like normal, not like a tracksuit. So- Were you, um, can I ask, were you drinking on the date? Yes. I also spilt my drink on me. Drink <laughs> 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 and the phone at the same time in like a really nice way, like trying to make myself like holding it like high angles, making sure there was lights coming in, and then also holding a drink and trying to make it look really casual. So you're not going to see this guy again. Have you told him that you weren't interested? Was it like a mutual thing? How have you kind of you know ended it? I, oh, we've not really we've kind of just still been speaking but not as often and I think he's still quite he keeps talking about like oh when we're out of isolation we'll go on a date and I'm like that's like potentially a month like months like weeks time away like we've, we've had what two dates not even a real second date yet. 
what was it that felt so I mean I know you said that it was invasive but what was it about him during that experience that you saw a side of that you don't think you really saw on the first date in person I think it was more he was when we met for the first time he was quite chill and he was really funny and he was really nice I thought my god this is great like he's hilarious but then I don't know what it is I think when you meet someone when you like are facetiming them or whatever you don't actually really you're not seeing the real then because I think you're a lot more like like I was though like trying to make sure I was like on the right angle like there's so much more to think about so I felt like he was kind of overcompensating but to the point where I was like we just talk about yourself does it put you off virtual dating together no no I don't think so no okay it's fun but I think I was also like flustered and like everything in the same at the same time was going wrong but I think that no I would definitely do it again but then I also think well, I don't know if I would do it as a first date. I think I would be mm. nervous. Well, best of luck to you, Zoe. Thank you very much for coming on the show and sharing your story. We really appreciate it. I'm so keen to ask you about your dates, Charlie. I have so many questions. I need to know. This week's newsletter's a cracker. <laughs> I know. I need to know what happened with the actor. Charlie's been dating an actor, guys. I don't know if we can quite, can we say dating? Okay, well you, yeah, we can exactly say dating because you have been going on virtual dates. I'm loving the fact that he's known as anonymous actor and amazing journalist Olivia Petta within three guesses on like, nailed it absolutely nailed it yeah I did yeah I did I read Charlie's I read Charlie's newsletter and she talks about this anonymous actor that she's going on dates with I was like right (laughs) so I looked through who she's following on Instagram classic (laughs) strategy she's not following that many people I looked at all of the guys who were like brunette tousled hair anyway (laughs) looked a bit like a cheap break Timothy Chalamet yeah basically who was one of my guesses and then I was like no that's not possible (laughs) Hello, who have we got? Um, hi, it's Alice from Kent. Hi, Alice. Um, do you want to tell us a bit about what your experience is? Yes, yeah, so basically, um, a couple of weeks ago, I met a guy on Hinge. Um, and obviously, we're in lockdown, so there's not a lot of dating that can be going on right now. So um, we've been talking for a couple of days quite intensely and kind of decided that we wanted to meet, if you can call it that. Mm-hmm. Um so to kind of make the meeting a little bit less awkward, we um, watched a film together at the same time, but kind of were messaging the whole way through. So then when we did FaceTime, we had like a whole conversation topic to talk about, but we then also made sure that like we were only had, both of us only had like sort of half an hour, 40 minutes. So we were very aware that it was gonna be a little bit awkward. So we kind of tried to make sure that we had both something to talk about, but also an end point. So it didn't have to awkwardly keep going for ages and ages. <laughs> what film did you watch? First question. Before Sunrise, which- Great I'd choice. Never, oh, I'd never heard of it before, but um, it was definitely a good one. Cause obviously you then start talking about like, what would our first date mm. be like? And oh my goodness, like think, because it, I guess at this point, you don't know how long lockdown is going to go on. So if you're going to talk to someone for like three months, you've got to have a good first proper date, haven't you? I think that is a good idea to watch the film. So wait, you went, you spoke for what, half an hour, 40 minutes. And then what happened? Did you decide that you were going to chat again, go on another date? Yeah. So we kind of um, then both had things to get on with. So we kind of ended it. We were like, oh, let's, let's meet up. Let's 
meetup. Can you say that? Um, <laughs> let's chat at some point soon. And we kind of kept messaging for a couple of days and then had another FaceTime date. Um, and then we had booked to have another one, which was like a proper let's have drinks and like focus on like the date itself, um, as opposed to just squeezing in a FaceTime here and there where we could. But um, it kind of, he, he was then like, I'm not really this for this um, internet dating kind of thing. Let's just grab a drink when this is all over. But in theory, it was a great plan. Did they feel romantic or did they feel like catch-ups? Because there's something, there's something a little bit removed, isn't there, about chatting to someone online because we're so used to doing that in a friendly format. Did it feel like you were just catching up with a mate or did it feel like, ooh, there's a bit of romance here? Um, I think it felt like I was catching up with a mate, but I would say that I think that was just because we clicked really, really easily and had a lot to talk about. So it felt like we kind of knew each other. We had a lot in common. So you kind of click instantly quite quickly. Um, I felt like it was just talking to a mate and kind of catching up because we had a lot in common. Um, and it was very easygoing. Um, but I'd be interested to see if I went on another one, whether it kind of felt a little bit more kind of romantic or a bit more like a date scenario but I guess with doing so many kind of meetings and stuff like that it's quite easy to fall into that like professional kind of habit or like matey catch-up habit or whatever so I don't know I don't know whether it was just because we clicked so well mm. that it felt so friendly or if that is just how the dynamic of dating is going to be well, you know what could happen, you know, if and when this lockdown does ever get lifted, which doesn't feel like it's happening anytime soon, but you guys could actually have a great in real life day and then it could start something wonderful, but maybe it's just not going to happen. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see this time. Good luck, Alice. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for calling. Thanks, great Alice. Great to chat to you. Thank you, you too. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. I, I personally, I mean, I was frightened to say it, but I... I think that's rude to go on a couple of FaceTime dates and make plans and go, actually, this online thing isn't for me. Yeah, that is really rude. That is really Babes, rude, actually. 2020, you knew what you were getting yourself into. Hi, who's that? Uh, Lulu. Hi, Lulu. Where are you calling from? Uh, Donegal in Ireland. Great. Do you want to tell us your story? Yeah, okay, so um like this is last New Year's Eve, so not the one just gone by, the one before that. Um I kissed a lad on like on my New Year's kiss, um, who I kind of I didn't know before I went to college, but he actually turned out to be from the same place as me and studying the same course. Um so I kind of had like a bit of a crush on him then after that and um the whole semester after went by and we kind of had slept together a few times and things. Um but I was kind of I really liked him but it did like he was sleeping around and I just knew he wasn't really that into it. Um, and then we came home from summer and then we'd met up actually a few times and we started to like really get on and at the end of the summer we both kind of agreed that we really kind of liked each other but he was leaving to go to study in China so I was like okay right grandly that I won't talk to him anymore or whatever and I went to college and he went away and we ended up staying in contact and we couldn't um, actually like stop talking to each other even though I tried on multiple occasions and I tried to move on with other people but it just wasn't happening 
And um, then eventually, because of Corona, um, he had to come home, obviously, from China, uh, just uh, like in January, I think it was. So I was thinking, oh, my God, great. Um, finally, we get to be together, even though we thought it wasn't going to happen and all of this. And it was a big Corona story, like love story. Um, but that just didn't really happen. He came straight to see me in college um, the weekend after he came back. And I thought, oh, God, like, this is really good. Like, he hasn't even really seen his family or anything like that. And we went on a few dates and he stayed that weekend um, and it was looked like it was going places. But then about a month in, I decided to say like, like, I know where you were at kind of this time last year, you were kind of messing around. I just want to make sure this is going somewhere. And he said, yeah, 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 it is. You know, I just want to like take it slow or whatever. So that's fine. And then about a few weeks ago, uh, we went on a date and it went really well. He took me out for lunch and we went for the walk on the beach and he told me he doesn't want a relationship um, and that he wants to stay friends. But I, I just don't know what to do because I still like him and I've tried to move on before. I know that doesn't work and I just don't know what to do. And now I've, um, I've been sent home as well. It's like I'm not in college anymore. So it's just like I'm stuck. Oh, Lulu, I'm so sorry to hear that. That sucks. Did he tell you why he didn't want to be in a relationship all of a sudden? It seems like he changed his mind pretty quickly. Yeah, that's the issue. So he was so into it one minute and like when he came back, he was so certain that he wanted me and when he was away, he was like saying all the right things that, you know, he really liked me and everything. And he said like he thought he loved me, but like that was a bit like intense too soon. But he couldn't give me an explanation as to why he um, didn't want a relationship. He kind of kept saying like, it's so hard for me to explain, no one understands. But like, I still can't, it's not enough for me to be like, okay, clean break there's no chance because if he's because he said he wants to still be friends i feel like i'm constantly convincing him like oh look what you could have right this is when my authoritative tone comes in my darling lulu um you're too good ever always in real life and in lockdown to convince someone that they're missing out on you that should be blatantly obvious to them and right in front of them and it is so please 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 do not lower yourself to try and convince him that um, he's missing out on things because there will be a part of him that knows that. And if it's not present yet, he will 100% realise it later. It's also, you know, right now everybody is so incredibly anxious and fraught and it's a really bizarrely unhuman time for us to all go through. And, it, I, you know, I can't imagine how much more difficult and how much um stronger that feels for you to try and get over someone that's that's really hard yeah but yeah see it's... like there's so many details i left out as well that like there was so much in this relationship that like i genuinely feel like i've gone through heartbreak but because i'm stuck at home like i have no escape to like go and move on i'm still like stuck at home and i have so much time to think about it that i just can't i i i hope or i think that that could possibly be turned into a positive thing because it's so it's so rare that we give an, are given an opportunity to really sit within a feeling. And it's, it's often um, the reason why people are so hard to get over or why we grieve for so long is because we're constantly distracting ourselves with other things and we're constantly trying to find something that takes that away from you or distracts you. You know, now, if you, it's, it's such a horrible thing to say to someone because it sounds really grim, but it's one of the most powerful things you can do for yourself is to just really sit within a feeling and let yourself feel it until you you will naturally start to find your way out. I think, yeah, re, like let yourself be sad. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's that's awful. The most, yeah, that's such good advice, Charlie. I think so often with these things, when we get heartbroken or we get dumped or whatever, we feel really guilty about 
feeling sad about it. And it's like, no, I've got to get over it. I've got to be a strong, independent woman. I got this. It's like, no, you are allowed to be really upset. You are allowed to like stuff yourself with ice cream. But, I mean, you know, do all the things like take your exercise, go on walks, enjoy the sunshine. Yeah. Thanks so much, Lulu. And good luck. Thank and you so much for your advice. Good luck. You. Good luck. Bye bye. Thank Thanks you. for coming. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I suggested to a guy, I was like, I'll Amazon Prime you a beer or something to like buy you a drink. Love that. Um, and he flat out said, no, I just think that's a bit much. And I was like, well, this isn't going to work. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh no, that's so mean. I think that's such a good idea. And we have another caller. Who is on the line this time? Hello, it's Angel. <laughs> Hi Angel, where are you calling from? I'm from Melbourne, Australia. Wow, that is very far away. How exciting. Okay, do you want to tell us your story? Well, um, I was recently single after being in a nine-year relationship. So I'd been in a relationship since I was a teenager and I was really excited about going on dates and then COVID sort of happened and I sort of was giving myself a minute to have a breath and then COVID happened and I was like, no. And then, so what happened? So you met, have you met someone? Have you been going on dates? So I was just talking to people and I met one guy who I felt like, oh, we, I don't know, it was a bit sassy in the beginning, but I felt like I'm really like connected and we were um, sort of, you know, we're like, oh, we'll do a Skype date. And he's like, wait, we live around the corner from each other. He's like, let's go to the supermarket. So, so supermarket on lockdown. Yeah. He's like, because we can't do anything. We're not really allowed to do anything together. So, so let's go to the supermarket and um do grocery shopping from 1.5 meters away. And we had a park date as well where we uh, did exercise for half an hour and just walked around the park. And there was other people doing the same thing who looked a bit nervous as well. I think this is quite common. Yeah, they're quite interesting um, scenarios to learn so much about someone. I mean, what was he putting in his trolley? Well, I said that because it, it was my birthday on Thursday and I was supposed to be having a big party with my friends, obviously, that all got cancelled. And I said that all I wanted to do was wake up in Italy and have fresh focaccia. So the whole premise of the date was that he was going to bring me focaccia. And so we swapped at the supermarket. So he made me this thing. So I think he's kind of, he's a bit chefy. Wow. 
And he, how was Catcher? Was he actually good? owns that bar in London. He actually just moved back to Australia. He owns that bar in London, Original Sin. Oh, cool. So he owns yeah. a bar in London? He, he did. Or, good. Or, yeah, Original Sin, I think it's called. It's like some cocktail bar. But the best thing is, I think we're getting to know each other way more than I ever would have. I would have absolutely... Can I swear? Yeah. I, I would have fucked this up already. <laughs> <laughs> I would be, I'd be writing sad girl poetry about him by now. Like, a, <laughs> but, I love the feeling. <laughs> I can't contest that at all. Oh my God. Um, I can't wait to hear how this plans out. Yeah. I think I like fun. this one. <gasps> Best really of luck. Good. I hope something happens for me. So what she's doing is pretty illegal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, it's quite hard because you're so enamoured by the story, but it's also definitely wrong, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's, that's okay. Maybe I'm just such a romantic at heart that at the time I'd, I, I, I sidestepped the legality of love. I mean, they're Romeo and Julieting it, which we all know how that ended. And <laughs> maybe it's not one to be advised or repeated. <laughs> No, I wouldn't. If you're listening and thinking about going on a supermarket date, maybe think twice. It's not a great idea. Do a virtual Ocado shop. Yes. More exciting anyway. I agree. Hey, who have we got? Hi, I'm Jessie. Hi, Jessie. Where are you calling from? I'm I'm calling from Peckham. Ooh. London. (laughs) What's your story? Um, so basically me and my boyfriend are living apart during this time um, and we haven't seen each other for about two weeks um, especially now um, and I'm really starting to feel like should we have decided to move in together should we because I'm reading all these articles mm. about people who have just started dating and they've decided to move in together we've been together a year and a half so it's quite a while um, but I I just thought I, I just love my own space and I thought are we actually ready for this and it's just like oh it's just a bit all over the place really do you mind me asking how old you are yeah I'm 24 okay yeah I, I was in a similar situation I have moved in with my boyfriend as well been together like just over a year and a half and mm. and now I'm like oh should I have done this <laughs> but yeah. then but then if you're not together then like you're you know if you are following the rules correctly then you wouldn't see them at all to kind of like keep it alive and stuff I guess we've just been communicating a lot talking um and also I think maybe we might have moved in together if we were living alone um but because we've got housemates I don't I I personally wouldn't want to put that pressure on my housemate if there was somebody else living here um but it's all just yeah do you feel that it's um it's put pressure on having more serious conversations about your relationship after lockdown has it made you go oh if are um, we ready to move in together? Does this have any indication on our relationship? Well, it's really funny that you asked that because we have spoken about it a couple of times, like moving in together after this. And like, I personally am missing him so much. Mm. And then I'm thinking, oh, should I have made that decision? Um, so maybe this might be like kind of like a catalyst. Maybe we might move in together a lot quicker than we would have originally planned. Um, yeah. Do you find that exciting or daunting? I find it exciting, yeah. Mm. <laughs> how many yeah, how many people do you guys each live with we each live with one other person okay yeah I know what yeah. you mean about the housemates thing because that that does make a difference doesn't it because it's not yeah. really the two of you it's not the same it's just like oh we'll just come and move in with me it's like my place like you're sharing a space with another person oh yeah 100% yeah and so, it's yeah. you know it's not just my home it's her home as well so I, yeah. you know it's just yeah 
Um, are you finding new ways of being romantic? Like, are you going on virtual dates? Still? Yeah, um, I think that's something that we're doing. So we both love wine. Um, so we, we suggested we might cook and drink wine together. Um, but obviously, virtually. Um, and then I'm hearing all about all these, like, um, for example, the Globe Theatre, that's um, they're showing plays at the moment. They're showing Hamlet. Mm. So you can stream that. So maybe, yeah. I think it, I, it's really interesting because I didn't think we had to do this but yeah thank you so much for calling Jesse. oh really no thank it. you so much it was lovely yeah good luck thanks Jesse. bye it's, I, it's funny to think about how many people will be having these really serious conversations potentially prematurely within their relationship I know I mean well I know a few couples who have just said well we're just going to go on a break as long as the lockdown's on because what's the point wow. like you might as well just break up and then I know a lot of people who yeah just have just moved in together but then also I know other people who have kind of been flitting in between one another's houses and I'm like why no, are you doing uh, that no and, and also how are people getting away with that and it makes me think actually a lot of people probably are doing that. But Maybe we should make a clarification and say that that yes. is non-essential travel. It is non-essential travel. Stay at home. Look, and as Jesse just said, you know, you can go to the theatre on your yeah. laptop. Why would you want to leave? That's yeah. better than somebody's box room in around the corner in Peckham. Hello, who's there? Hi, uh, it's Hannah here from London. Hi, Hannah from London. Do you want to <laughs> tell us your story? Sure. Um, yeah, so I have actually been on a virtual date. Um, I met uh, a guy on Hinge um, just before this all kind of kicked off. And um, we had been planning to meet, but um, obviously because of everything, um, decided it wasn't maybe the best idea to meet up in person um and we arranged to have a bit of a well a virtual date um a couple of Fridays ago and it was a bit weird to be honest I'm not sure if I'm very keen we've had a few Ooh. people say that why why were you unsure well I don't know maybe it would be different if I had um really been into him but I think I was pretty sure as soon as I like you are on a normal day I think you can tend to understand within a couple of minutes whether you think mm. you're going to be into them or not or whether you think this is going to go anywhere um but it was just it was just a really awkward experience because you're both sat in with your phone either in your hand or like propped up on a plant pot and it just you just can't get like you can't really get lost in the date um whereas you can in on in a person to person yeah. there's not that um you're not really able to read people's body language so much um you haven't got the kind of the atmosphere of everything that's going around you in the pub or in the bar or wherever you're meeting um it's just harder to read and the silence is more awkward um mm. just it's just it's not as natural and i think even though um you know, even if you don't like someone when you meet them in person or you don't think it's going to go anywhere, you can kind of drag a date out for a bit and end up having a kind of a nice time. Um, but in this instance, I just didn't feel like you could do that because there was just no no personal connection at all. Did you, um, 
two questions did you find your face doing that thing where it's acutely aware that somebody of your your reaction and you don't want to look disappointed but at the same time um that i think that's the worst bit secondly how how did you manage to end it how did you finish the conversation like what was the parting chat yeah i mean i was really acutely aware of my face um uh, in, it's weird isn't it <laughs> yeah um I think I'm finding that just even with working from home at the moment I'm always like oh my god my, like what, what do I look like in the screen and I'm always looking down in the little bottom corner so I felt like I wasn't giving them eye contact as well which was really mm-hmm. hard um and um also I was also trying to eat dinner at the same time which trying to look why on a house party whilst also eating a chinese meal is really hard and a chinese just like chow mein like it was lying about it was a duck pancake and it was just just really bad notoriously one of the most difficult and unattractive things to eat I might as well have just eaten spaghetti and just got it all down the front. Um, oh. Yeah, no, it was not a great idea, but I was really hungry. Girls got to eat. Yeah, um, girls got to eat. Uh, and in terms of finishing it, um, I think I think I think we managed to drag it out for about um, half an hour, forty-five minutes, I'd say. Um, and it wasn't unpleasant, but I think we both went so how is this working out for you and we both kind of just went yeah it's a bit odd isn't it oh wow yeah it's like like trip advisor for dates I can't handle it yeah and then um and then we're not realizing your profile's public as you one star (laughs) and if she's you you. (laughs) um yeah and then yeah we both kind of just went yeah I don't think it's for us and then both at the same time almost went but it's not you (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. it's not because of you. Classic <laughs> like, British thing to do. Um, <laughs> it is. Honey, you're an amazing storyteller. Uh, yeah. What to be said, I'm really like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, we've been gripped. That was great. Thank you so much. I mean, do you think has it put you off going on virtual dates with people? Do you think you'll do more? I yeah, I don't know. Like I said, perhaps if uh, perhaps I would have a different opinion if I had like seen him and been like, holy moly piece of that please um but um was he not your type not really Mm. i have a habit of doing that in person anyway (laughs) (laughs) are Um, you not your own type (laughs) i just i just always end up picking people and then going oh why have i done this (laughs) sounds like you've learned a valuable lesson (laughs) yeah but i think i might go on and i might go on another virtual date because i have started chatting to someone else um and he seems quite interesting so um but he lives by and actually suggested the other um nearby and he actually suggested the other day uh, like having a, a a socially distanced walk date and i was like i don't want to be one of those people who breaks the rules well yeah. done hannah hannah well you get done. several so think, hundred gold stars for that yeah, i think it's a virtual dates even if the first one was awkward for me good let's not break the rules for love not a good idea. No. Thank you so much for calling. That was a great. Thank story. you, Hannah. Good luck and stay strong about your social distancing situation. <laughs> Thank you. I will. <laughs> Bye, Hannah. Have a good Bye. day. I had a really tragic incident, we'll call it, uh, last week where I had a I had a date with someone and 
it was going all right. Like he, he seemed perfectly nice, very sweet, um, kind of guy you'd want to take home to your mum. Mm-hmm. Um, Lovely. And this was on this was on Zoom. Yeah, this was on Zoom, and yeah, it was it was going fine. And he went out of shot to go and get a glass of wine, and returned back not only with a glass of wine, but a slice of ham, like just a loose slice of ham. One like not like posh ham, not like. A, a cured selection that you might enjoy with tapas I'm talking like water-fed pink pork like just one slice of sandwich filler lunchbox ham and it took such a long time as he was just sat there with his glass and then just slightly out of the corner he slowly revealed this slice of ham and bit into it and you know, that's also not like a very obvious thing. He, did to he see say on anything about it? No, did he say, he didn't make a joke about it. That's even weirder. No, He'd be like, didn't oh, mention it. That's so took, weird. Took a took a couple of bites and then best bit rolled it into a cigar. Oh my god! <laughs> that is it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening, and thanks to everyone who called in with your stories. Uh, special thanks to Charlie for being my wonderful co-host today. Thanks for having me. I've loved it. Have me back. Make it a permanent fixture. (laughs) And if you want to subscribe to Charlie's newsletter, you can do that through the link that we're going to put in our show notes just via her Instagram page. Uh, And also just to add a quick note, guys, if you are uh, dating and you are thinking about going to meet someone, uh, maybe don't. Uh, You know, we have got pretty strict uh, rules and regulations in place right now for a reason. Uh, about social distancing so you know if you do go out for your essential food shop or your allocated exercise don't try and sneak in a little date uh, on the side if you have an interesting story to share about how coronavirus is affecting your relationship uh, or maybe you're single and you started doing virtual dates as well please get in touch love to hear the stories um i'll also be writing about a lot of these stories over on the lifestyle section of the independent uh, for my new series called love in the time of corona so please keep an eye out for those and you can contact me via the millennial love instagram page just slide into my dms and if you are a new listener to the show you can subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify acast or wherever you listen You can also comment and leave us a rating too so that more people can find us. And keep up to date with everything to do with the show on Instagram. Just search Millennial Love. And I will see you soon. Bye-bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.